We are back. But are we? You'll never know. But you know what we are? Oh, back. Here. We're queer. Now give me my entertainment. So I, listen, mama's been busy. Yeah, why Why is life so busy? It has been a minute, folks. Um, thanks for being here. And uh, the last episode that we did, I can't even remember what we talked about. It was, it was a good one, though. They're always good. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt, it was a five-star. Five-star episode. I think it was the, we promised the folks that we were going to watch uh, Ring of Power. And we never did. Literally never did. And do you know what we did? Click and, no, what is that term? Beat and switch style mm-hmm. named the episode Ring yeah, of Power. Cl- clickbait. It was clickbait. And the beat and switch. Because I baited them to it come in with something. It was a clickbait and switch. <gasps> Why is that not a thing? Yeah. I don't know. A clickbait and switch. Yep. Well, you heard it here. That's why we're a five-star podcast. We come up with all of these things right here. Do if you, you know, need to be in the know, you come to the Airstreamers podcast. Do you know what? what? I bet that it is actually clickbait is the shortened version of clickbait and switch. <laughs> no. You know what else, too? <laughs> listen, I was listening to a podcast recently, and they announced the... It was my first time listening to the podcast, and it was... Um, me coming in at like, uh, I don't know, but hundredth episodes into the podcast. And you know what? I felt welcomed because they introduced themselves, gave a real quick little who we are, what we do here. Welcome. And now let's get to business. And I was like, that's cool. In the hundredth episode, you know what we don't do? None of that. Cause we don't know what we do. No one has any idea who we are, <laughs> what the name of this podcast is or what we even talk about. You know why? Cause we don't know. Yeah, exactly. We do talk about entertainment in some way, shape, some or form. loose capacity. We talk about entertainment. Yeah. And this is an offshoot of our Airstreamers Twitch podcast. Uh, I'm sorry. Airstreamers Twitch channel um, that you can visit us there. And my name's Elias and I'm Chris and that's all you got. Okay. The ad, uh, episode's over. Bye. <laughs> um, anyway, podcast or I'm sorry. Entertainment. I was shooketh at that episode of House of the Dragon that just happened. It was episode nine. Spoiler alert inbound. Heavy spoilers coming through. So if you've not watched episode nine of House of the Dragon, please pause, go watch, and come right back to this moment. You know, there's so much drama, and I'm so uh, impressed with their ability to do these time jumps and not lose us 100%. I won't say that I haven't lost one or two percent along the way in terms of understanding where which character is what, how they're related, what has transpired. There's a lot going on, but that they've kept me entertained. And you know I was a skeptic from the previous podcast where I was like, it's good, but they better keep it good. Yep. And I think they've kept it good. They've kept it real good. And I would argue that, in fact, it's gotten a little bit better overall. I think they got their feet wet and were like, all right, you know what? We we do stand on our own here and we do got this. Um, I think a lot of things, but I want to say that that time jump thing you're talking about. Props to the, um, what is it called? Like wardrobe and stuff like that department. Yeah. Because whoever was really in charge of like giving each character a look 
has done such a good job of keeping that look throughout the whole time jump. So even if you don't really know that that character is the character, yeah. just by looking at them, you're like, yeah, of course that's Yeah, the like if it's a green dress, you know it's the, what's her name, uh, Hightower. Yeah. Chelsea Hightower. Yeah, Chelsea Hightower. You know that it's Chelsea Hightower. Mm-hmm. If it's that, if it's the, the, the white streak uh, back hair, you know that it's who? Uh, Rhaenyras. Rhaenyras, yeah. Uh, wait, is it Rhaenyras? Or Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Yes. I don't Rhaenyra. know. Oh my God, it's geez. whatever. And then if Rhin- it's... Rhinoceros. No, Rhaenys. <laughs> and then if it is the scowly woman with the braids and then the back hair who hasn't really changed at all. It's her her aunt? Is that her aunt? And what's her aunt's name? Uh, What is it? It's like... <laughs> Renaja or something. <laughs> it's Rhaenyra. You threw me off. I think it's... See, now you're all confusing me. Or George R. R. Martin, I think anytime he goes into a book setting to write, he takes about five randomized letters from the alphabet in like a little alphabet soup. That's probably what he does. Campbell's alphabet soup. Yeah. He picks one spoonful up. Whatever those letters are, are the predominant letters that are going to be in the game or in the um, yeah. show. Listen, the reason I said game like- is because Elden Ring is all R's and M's everything it's just all the same freaking letter he took a page out of the airstreamers playbook where he just we happen to just do mick everything so it's like mick john mick tom mick bob he just put like yeah like mary's a good one mick mary mm-hmm. yeah i like that he just so are you put saying like all our stuff as like, after totally everything as yeah. or or yeah, it. No, it's like when I told you with Viserys, Rhaenyras, <laughs> Daenerys, yeah, Theophacus, yeah, mm, yeah, exactly. Jon Snowis. Mm. So um, Rhaenyra, right? That's her. Uh, love her. Love her whole character. I think Viserys now down to brass tacks, which, by the way, I used to think was T A X. No, it's the little brass tacks that you would yeah. put inside of a pushpin. Yeah. Like a like this is the important thing. And when I was younger, I remember watching a show with subtitles when I discovered subtitles and how remarkable they are. And it's someone said brass tacks, T A C K S. And it was a um, like a world sh- shift, you know? Yeah. It was wild. Getting down to brass tacks, Viserys, he needs an Emmy. Yeah, he is really a, a good, good actor. And he scares me. I have <laughs> <laughs> I have nightmares. I think I he's... feel like that's how I feel my body is. Like <laughs> you mean I at, feel the, like, at, at the end of his life? Yeah, I feel like that's what I'm living through. Yeah. That's how I'm tired and yeah. exhausted and I I feel it in mm. my in my exposed bones. Yeah. I feel it in my exposed bones how he looks and it's like terrifying but accurate right yeah i feel his like exhaustion at everything you know his the, mouth hole his you know what i have hole? like a yeah no exactly. that, that extra mouth hole like when i go up the stairs and i'm heaving that's for the cereal in the morning that's all that it's meant for double scoops of cereal like in both no it's like no you when you wake up in the morning really early and you have to go get breakfast as a king because you know you have a day full of paperwork and pleasing the servants and talking to your subjects and everything. Yeah. 
So you get up real early and you have to go to breakfast and have, and everybody, all kings are tired very early. And so he developed this cheek hole where he doesn't even have to open his mouth. He just puts the cereal spoon right in and turns it it upside down. The servant servant goes while he's still sleeping. Yes, yes, And gets him food. Yeah, well, that's the cereal hole. Oh my God. It's a marvel. That is absolutely remarkable. Genius, really. Yeah, I know. It only, I mean, it's a little bit unappealing looking, but it's really functional. Really bacteria filled. Yeah, let, listen, it's all about uh, function over form in, in, in the king's life. And also function. <laughs> Do you hear the cats right now? They're, They're losing. losing their mind. Um, they are. Uh, I was going to say function over uh, health, too. Yeah, that, too. Health is always secondary. Yeah, it does not. I want to... So, yeah, we can all... We're all in agreement that Viserys is a marvel of a character through this actor. Whether or not he's a marvel of a character through George R. R. Martin, I don't know. My favorite thing that I learned is George R. R. Martin, the day after that episode aired, he texted the guy who plays Viserys and says, your Viserys is better than my Viserys. And if you're that guy, you have done it. You're done. Your career is just that sounds like peak. the start of like one of those games that you would like patty cake games that you would play yeah. like <laughs> hair or cross hairs in the cross your viserys is better than my viserys <laughs> on <laughs> i would like for you to teach me that off air i will okay thank i you. have something that i want to discuss Tell which me. is chelsea hightower do you think she is in fact malicious or she's tr- trying to follow what is right because this is something like, is she in fact a bad person or is she just doing what she thinks she should be doing? Okay. That's like, a question that there... let's, let's just rewind for a sec. So the question is, is Chelsea Hightower also known as Allison Hightower? Is she bad? The reason you're asking that is because she's trying to usurp the kingship or whatever, because yeah. her fa- her husband, sorry, her husband with the mouth hole, extra mouth hole, Viserys, he, spoke something at the end of his life. The last words of his life were essentially a prediction about what's going to happen in the far future, which is in fact related to like Jon Snow era. She misunderstood it as the Aegon, which is her first child or right. Her first son. Yeah. And so now the reality is Viserys last he spoke to people said that he wants Rhaenyra to be queen and that was a whole big revolution in and of itself. And now she wants to make Aegon the king and essentially usurp the throne. Right? Yeah. So your question is, do we think she's bad for doing that? My answer, I think the whole situation is incredibly complicated and nuanced, which makes it for very entertaining television. But I genuinely do not think she's doing anything maliciously. Deep down, I think she genuinely happened to fall in love with Viserys, happened to be with him through his dying wish or his dying breath, 
Think about how loyal she was to him mm-hmm. the whole entire time. He's he's mouth hole open, second mouth hole open. She probably gave him some cereal f- spoonfuls. But I'm sure she did, and she really ended up loving him. And so when he says that the last thing that he wants is for that, and of course it's a miscommunication. Yeah, I think it would be uncharacteristic of her not to follow through with that. I just think she needs to realize it's like a Dateline episode, like. Where where's the evidence? Who said it? You know, I, did he yes. say it? Can we can we prove that he said that? I agree that she has followed him through his life of um, passable appearance wise to absolutely absolutely hard. <laughs> she has followed him through that and and stuck by him. I feel like it's one of those things where it's convenient for her to follow through on this thing that he blurted out at, at on his in his last breath while his, he's high on poppy mm. milk of the poppy and so i feel like it's very convenient for her and i feel like if she took a second to think back and see that he had this gigantic dinner where he stumbled in Oh, that was powerful. He That's carried it. he he was carried in. Yeah. Then stumbled. Yeah. Then was carried out. That was powerful. Reaffirmed that he what he has said for the last twenty years that Rhaenyra nice. should be yeah. king or queen. And then for her to just flip on a dime like that and say it. If that were me and I was a tr- like true to what my husband's word or wishes were, I would take everything into consideration mm-hmm. and think, well, he said this for the last 20 years. He had this whole dinner. What has changed other than the fact that he's high, high and dying. Yeah. And like, I, that's why I think it's a little bit malicious. I think it's a little bit convenient okay, for her. So I'm going to argue with you for a second. And I feel like, like now she's malicious. It sounds like she's doing it to spite someone. I feel like she's do doing saying, it to benefit herself. Okay. Even that's though a she little knows. Different. I don't know that I would use the word malicious for wanting to be selfish, selfish. I would say, yes, I don't disagree. She's selfish because, but it, then it I think convenient. like, yeah, but it's malicious in that she's going like, I feel like he's dead now. And so he's dead. And so she doesn't really have any, uh, any uh responsibility to do anything with with him anymore and so follow his wishes he's gone so whatever like that was the end so the that's the end and okay you know i interpreted it that way and i'm going to go forward with it now i feel like she's shifted her loyalties back to her father where he has an obvious uh agenda and that's why i feel like and obviously, if she didn't, if this didn't happen, there wouldn't be a show. So, like, I get it. I get why that's the storyline. Yeah. But I feel like it's a little bit convenient and selfish at the same time. For her, not yeah. for the storyline you're saying. Because yeah. I think that it, I, I have to say, this buildup has worked for me. Like, the sides that are forming has worked for me in believing you know, I think I'm a loyalist to Rhaenyra because I just think the show seems to be focused on her, kind of like as a central character. Mm-hmm. So I'm very interested. I in also what's hate Aegon because he's he's like Joffrey 
uh, yeah, 2.0. Or negative 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, he's the worst. He's really the worst. But I think that I'm very interested in how it's going to come out with what Rhaenyra, what's going to happen when Rhaenyra finds out this is going on. She will lose her absolute goddamn mind when she finds out what's going on. When? I want to talk about my favorite scene. Is it the next episode? There's the one more episode. Yeah, this finale. One more scene I want to talk about. I Rainier is going to lose her mind, but uh, what's his name? Drago is going to go... Draco? What's his name? The dragon? No, the the guy. Draco Malfoy, her husband. Oh, Damon. Damon. Yeah. yeah. He, he's going to... He, someone sneezes wrong blow and he slices a gasket. Yeah. When he sliced off the guy's head who was trying to usurp the throne by the... Um, the sea people, you know, when he was accusing her of uh, sleeping around because of her kids, the fact that they weren't black, he lost his mind and was like, you know what? I'm over you. Slice. Yeah. Crazy. Absolute craziness. Disgusting. To- and, and then they came- had him all out on the table like a prized pig Disgusting. that they were going to roast. It was Absolutely. weird. But at the same time, it's like, why do I like Damon? It's like her uncle. And I'm just so confused by it all. And I'm like disgusted by it. But it, it's That like, family tree is crazy. That's the whole beginning intro. Every time I we watch know. that intro, we always are like, look, it's the same blood. Yep. There's some more blood. It's mixed in. Yep. there's, And it all leads to the same place. It yeah. comes from the same place and leads to the same place. Yep. What a cool intro. Um, my favorite scene. When the coronation was happening and you think this is just going to be a normal episode, that's fantastic, but you know, going to end like a normal way. What does they, what do they do? They just flip us all on a, upside down. And when the dragon bursts from underneath the floor, mm-hmm. kills, I don't know, 120 people, 50 people. And the camera slowly swoops in and the smoke moves away and you see Rhaenyra, right? Rhaenyra's? Rhaenice. Rhaenice. Yeah, that one. The old lady. The older lady. Yeah. The, the, the queen who, wa- who was. Or, or the, the queen who wasn't. The queen who wasn't and really should have been. That moment was like... This is a freaking show. Yeah, no, that was really what, cool. I, it was Does like Aegon all... have a, a dragon? Um... Remember the scene where he stole the no, dragon? That's, his, that's, that's that's the other one. That's the crazy one. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with him. Yeah. I don't know that Aegon has a dragon. He's like a full-on gang member. That one. But Aegon, I think, is a like he's just a hot mess. He's yeah. a real hot mess. Yeah. He's like a kid who just really needs a lot of help and isn't getting the help that he needs. Um, but now he's going to be a... He just know, wants to play his Xbox. That's the type of kid that I think that he is, honestly. And he's not getting the help that he needs. Um, in school, we call that social emotional learning, where it's like you need to introduce concepts of like being like a, you know, a typical person who has like feelings and stuff. And that kid does not. And he's going to, it's going to be bad. You know, like all the time, remember in, in uh, Game of Thrones, they talk about the crazed king or whatever, the mad king. That's this lineage. So like, I don't know who, which, you know, which one of these is going to birth the mad king, but like you could see that they're all a little cuckoo crazy, you know? Yeah, a lot. Like, a lot of them are this way. I feel like it's the current state of American politics. Yeah, it really is. We were, <laughs> we were talking about the fact that there was such similarity to that scene. Yeah. To well, the, well, uh, the interaction. I think, uh, yeah, I think there are parallels, it seems, to uh, January 6th. Yeah. And the quick-moving process of let's get something done quickly and the everything that happened yep. on january 6th just a little bit 
a little too soon. I know, but the reality is I think this is doing a good job from what I've read. I've not read the book, but from what I read in comparison essays and stuff that people say that this is a very good version of the show, like comparatively to the book. Um, so uh, the last thing I wanted to say, what was the last thing I wanted to say? I don't remember, but I think that's it. I think that's it. I think we are, we're going to see what happens on. Uh, yeah. Maybe we'll have a, a debrief podcast from the very beginning. Remember how we were watching real skeptical, real nervous is this going to be a thing? Is we made this the not? whole season. And work. we made the whole season. And I know 45 extra characters names that are all a combination of the same letter. Yeah. You know? And um, what is it that Sir Christian is still the same? Oh, the big joke of it. It's such a funny TikTok that we saw where it was like how the time passes and everyone is, you know, sort of normal aging. Because I think they were saying it's 30 Listen, years Listen, when you're time. that beautiful, you, jo- you don't age. He's going to... He's a crazy one. He scares me. Chris, Chris, whatever his name is. Christoph? No. Christian. Christian? Christian, I think. Uh, yeah, he's crazy, but he's nice to look at. He's very nice. Like, he's probably, I would say, the nicest one of the whole group. Yeah, they're at. all kind of scraggly, all the rest of them. But yeah. He's nice. Well, I think Allison, uh, or Chelsea Hightower, sorry, and, um, and Rhaenyra are beautiful. Oh, I was talking about same sex. Mm. Your, yours. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you, Viserys is off the table uh, in his dying breath. Yeah, only if he's breath. eating Cheerios. <laughs> All right, well, folks, we will uh, hopefully have a recap of the final episode when that goes live uh, this week, I guess. I don't even know. But until then, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Airstreamers, of uh, the Airstreamers podcast, and we'll see you next time. Bye, folks. Bye, everyone. Bye.